Welcome back to the Long Haul Podcast. My name is Vito. I'm Elizabeth, and we're coming to you from somewhere in Illinois. In the upper upper east, northeast. Uh, yeah. Chicagoland suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We are suburbanites. We are. I've lived in a suburban, I feel like, my whole life. Like, living in, a va- in Vegas was like living in a suburban, like where I lived. Suburb. Living in a suburb. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Not a suburban. A suburban is a type of vehicle. <laughs> Babe, you know I can't like think right now. Yeah. Um, I've always lived in like a small town or whatever. I lived downtown Chicago for a year mm-hmm. and I didn't love it as much as I thought I would. Yeah. I, city living is, in my opinion, a little overrated, except for when I lived down there, I loved it. But now that I don't, I don't know how I ever loved it. Really. Yeah. But it For is. For me, the parking is an issue. Like, I need, like, the fact that I would have to walk, a, like, I'd walk a few blocks to get my groceries and then try to walk. I made the mistake a couple times of getting too many and trying to carry mm-hmm. them all home mm-hmm. and then walking up three flights of stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I would drive to the grocery store to, and load my car up. You can't find parking on your way back. I can't, there's nowhere for me to park when I get home. Yeah. Like, once I found a spot, I'd have to keep my car there. Yeah, it's very important to know how to transport groceries. I mean, my apartment was right next to a grocery store, so that didn't bother me. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you just kind of don't move your car is the key. There were were times where I would park my car and forget forget (laughs) because it'd be, be, oh, my gosh, it would be like three months before I would touch it again. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, where did I park my car? <laughs> I hope it's still I here. I hope it's still there. Remember when I was living downtown, I thought my car got stolen? Oh, that happens to everybody, yeah. But it got towed. When did it get towed? Yeah, I uh, I don't remember. I Isn't it weird that it towed? It got towed and towed like the animal, like a frog? Oh. <laughs> it's one yes. of those words. Mm-hmm. The English language. Right. Toad either means my a frog. My car got towed. And you're like, wait, what? what? Um, yeah, I got like, I must have just, I parked it on the street and there was like. Street cleaning? Yes, but <clears throat> I m- like literally just must have forgot and um, came home from work. And then the next day I went to get my car where I normally parked it and it was like nowhere around. So I called like this number to like try to find it and mm. then eventually found out that it had been towed. But picking it up from the tow lot here mm-hmm. was so much easier and way cheaper than Vegas. Really? My car's been towed twice in Vegas and it costs like $300 to get out of the tow oh, lot. Oh, wow. It was like 60 bucks or something here. It depends on the day. If, if, if you leave it there for days and days, then the bill just keeps going up and up. Right, but I, so what happened, the first time my car got towed, my car had been stolen, mm-hmm. and then they found it, and the police called me, and they're like, we found your car, it's on this road, you have 15 minutes to come pick it up, <laughs> or it's being towed. I'm like, I don't have a car. <laughs> I need to find a ride, it's like 10 yeah. o'clock at night, to come get my car. And my parents lived like 20 minutes away, so by the time my dad would come pick me up to get my towed, car... Yeah. So I had to get it from the tow lot. I literally went to the tow lot. It was I got there 30 minutes after my car. $300 to get my car out of the tow lot. 
It's Vegas, baby. I I was like, this is bull. But <laughs> like, you also don't pay like state income tax. My so car was stolen. It evens out. Mm. They actually, the biggest towing company in Chicago just got sued, a class action lawsuit, because they were just towing cars for no, no evidence as to why. And that actually happened to me, where I was like, I was not parked illegally. There was no street cleaning, whatever, and, and my car got towed. But to fight it is like, you need, you know, it's impossible, basically. They have the... Well, you have to have they proof by of the balls, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It should be like in, like Amazon packages. They're like, your package is delivered, and they take a picture of where they leave it in the package on your doorstep. Oh, I have to send you a link. It was so funny. This guy got a ticket in the UK. And uh, they took a picture of his car, but not of any of the signs. So it's just his car parked. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it. I'll just send you the link. It's hilarious. But basically, he he won his argument, and they they took away his ticket. But it was so funny. I'll I'll try to link it to the notes. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but the tow company should do that. Like the Amazon's <clears throat> like, here's your proof. I dropped it off here. Right. And it's like the tow. It's like a picture of your car next to the don't park. Well, even side. the people, even the cops who write tickets on the street. Oh my gosh, I've never just... been so many tickets in my life living downtown either. Oh yeah. Yeah. So ridiculous. Day, yeah. They're like, you're more than six inches from the curb. Yeah. <laughs> you're over the well, line by one you, inch. You do park a little far away Babe. from the curb. <laughs> I actually didn't even get a ticket for that. I'm just <laughs> mentioning random yeah, things I'm that teasing. you get tickets for. I, I fought most of them and actually won. So yeah, if you fight them, they'll they normally well, drop it, right? But I did have to pay a couple because one of them was a photo of me running a red light. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I have to pay that. Yeah, well, yeah, no. So, so oh, Jinx, do you owe me a soda? Okay. Do we have any soda? No. Oh, okay. We have some sparkling water. Um. So this week has been a little <laughs> emotional for me, at least. Yeah. The house is still under construction, as it's going to continue to be for quite some time. And uh, I had been feeling like a pain in my body area. And so I went to the doctor, when was it, Thursday? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, you have a hernia. And I was like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. And I have physical labor work, so now I can't work. And I am got a baby on the way, a house under construction, and we're in a depression with 20% unemployment. So it's not like I can go get another job, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, gee, we're tight on money to begin with because of the remodeling and stuff. So I cried a lot. And then um, today, my phone connects to, well, let's just slow down. So I went to the doctor and she's like, well, I'm going to take your urine sample because I'm going to check to see if it's an infection. And then I'm going to do a blood test to see other stuff, whatever, rule it out. And then I'm going to, you know, see if it's a hernia. And she like, she like dug in, this is going to get graphic ish, (laughs) but basically like male and female in our pelvis region, there's like where your vagina would be and where my penis is. There's 
it, you could you know like the organs come out there or go in there right mm-hmm. so but there's bones the hip bones are on there as well mm-hmm. she like went in around the hip bone to feel like inside mm-hmm. it hurt so bad and it was so uncomfortable and she's like does this hurt i'm like i'm like yeah that would hurt though normally because that's not i'm like i've never been touched there before mm-hmm. i'm like so you can stop because <laughs> this hurts uh and then and that was babe that was the first girl to touch me besides you in what six months no i'm teasing (laughs) (laughs) no since we since we uh started dating and uh it wasn't weird for me it was weird for you (laughs) no sounds like a very sexual experience though babe it kind of i mean it kind of was and then she's like all right and then i'm gonna check your prostate and i was like yo what because i'm not old enough to get my prostate checked but she said if it's your prostate like sometimes the pain comes and i need to check it and i go and again this is kind of graphic i go okay but i need to poop so she she actually laughed and she's like perfect she's like that's actually good she's like go to the bathroom you're like let me get right. this out because i was before. like i go this is my first time i'm really nervous and she started laughing she's like that's okay and i go and to be honest i have to poo so i don't know if that's gonna affect anything she's like she was laughing she's like yeah you know i was just laying on my charm babe right obviously so <laughs> so, so she's like okay go go to the bathroom she's like this is good go to the bathroom and i went and i was nervous i'm like sweating i feel nauseous because i this I, i've never done this yeah you know this is so <clears throat> vulnerable so i'm like i'm sorry uh, to the listeners i'm sorry but i pinched it off too soon <laughs> so, <laughs> And I was so nervous. I was sweating. And then people were in the, you have to walk through the waiting room to go outside. There's the bathroom in the hallway. And I'm like in my gown. I put my pants back on, but I have like no shoes on my mask because you got to wear a mask everywhere. And I'm like, people are looking at me. They know I just peed in a cup and they know it took me a while. So like, obviously, you know, you know, when you know, people know you just went to the bathroom. It's kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. So then I get back in the room. I'm like, all right, Mike. I'm like, now what? She's like, okay, lay on your side. And kind of like in the fetal, fetal position, position, kind of. She's like, you just breathe. She's like, inhale. And she was like, breathing with me, whatever. She's like, and you have to continue to breathe. If you stop breathing, it's not going to work. You have to breathe. And babe, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it is the worst feeling ever. I don't know how people people that enjoy that yeah and it's not enjoyable mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. and then so she did it and she's like okay you're fine whatever and then afterwards she's like all right you have to go see a surgeon because they need to set up a, a a surgery you know for your hernia whatever here's the surgeon we recommend blah 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 and i'm like all right and now now i'm emotional because i'm just upset because i'm like we're tight on money i can't work yeah, you for know. like potentially. Right. So I was just like super yeah, upset. And then I was like, all right. I Like we're <clears> laughing <throat> now because obviously <laughs> I'm moved past it, whatever. But at the time I was just really upset, really emotional. And I was like, all right, well, 
she's like all right well i'll see you you know you know call me in a week or whatever and i was like all right and it was like now i feel like we're dating right because <laughs> <laughs> like next time you see her you yeah. have like this intimate right. connection so, like, with her we like had eye contact not not, not during, no no i was i was crying no, no i wasn't crying <laughs> But so at, when we when we were like saying goodbye or whenever she, we were leaving and she's like, <clears throat> she's like, all right, call me in a week. We'll follow up this and that. She's very professional. She's great. And I go, all right. I go, well, I said, I kind of feel like we know each other just a little bit deeper now. And she started laughing. She's like, Stop yep, it. You said I that? did. I did. Oh <laughs> she gosh. goes, yeah, well, you know, that's how it goes. And I was like, all right, well, we'll just, I said, I'll never, I'll never come here feeling the same. And she's like, yeah, that's okay. And uh, it was not a, uh, and this is just going to be, that's my future. That <laughs> What's your future? Prostate checks. Oh, yeah. This is what guys, it, girls always say, oh, like, oh, guys have it so easy. And it's like, do girls have to go through that? No, but we get pap smears and. But that is made for things to go into. <clears throat> yeah, but remember, okay, so remember when you came to the emergency room with me? Yeah, and yeah, the doctor. That's, yeah, that's not right. It's not what you think. Like the doctor came in and had to do a cervical exam, and Vito's in the room, and you got to see the long billed duck horn thing that yeah. he puts in me, then clicks open. <laughs> Bless you. That's not yeah. normal. Yeah, no, that was not pleasant. Right. But it's not pleasant what I went through either. No, <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. Uh, I'm surprised like she didn't therapy. have to like shave. Your butthole. Babe, stop. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, boy. You brought it up. Thank God no one listens to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the 10 people of you listening. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm Zia. sorry, babe. My aunt listens to this podcast. I'll tell her not to listen to this one. <laughs> no, so, but, so I've been like really upset and, you know, kind of like, what are, what are we going to do? Whatever. And, I don't have any music on my iPhone. I just have like a Tony Robbins CD downloaded and because I listen to all my music on Spotify and when I go into my car, it'll just like randomly connect to the, it'll connect to the car and then I'll, like the, the Tony Robbins CD will pop up and today I was going running around doing estimates and one of the tracks popped up and it was just like, it's really speaking to me. Sort of thing, like it was yeah. what he was saying. Just like is exactly what I needed to hear. Yeah. So then I was like, "All right, I'm gonna start this CD over." And I started from the beginning, and basically, <clears throat> the his whole thing for the CD was like, anything you want, really, what you're wanting is the feeling. So if you want to be skinny, let's say, well, you want to feel. What you really want is you want to feel. Uh, lovable or you want to feel healthy or you want to feel energy and you can feel those things before you you know like oh like i, I want a million dollars so i feel secure right? right well it's like you can feel secure right now mm -hmm. and pursue the million dollars but you're gonna you're gonna yeah. you're gonna get it faster if you're feeling secure now uh, rather than going at it towards from fear you're going at it from a place of right. like you know whatever so then i was like okay well i'm feeling a lot of fear right now and i don't want to feel fear and i want to feel certain that everything's gonna be okay and he was saying that you know we have models of our like the way we view our world right and he's like some people get certainty 
by knowing that um, <clears throat> they're guided by God. Mm-hmm. That like, no matter what, God's got me, so I have no reason to worry. And there are people who, like you live like that, mm-hmm. right? Like you don't really worry about anything because of whatever you tell yourself subconsciously. So then I, I was saying I have to uh, start telling myself and like reiterating that like I am divinely gu- guided and that everything is, it's not going to be okay. It's This is on purpose. Like this is good. Mm-hmm. It's not like that it has to be okay. Like this is what's supposed to happen. Right. Yeah. And I have to believe it. <clears throat> I remember doing that exercise in IPEC. So the coaching program Vito and I went through is called IPEC. Mm -hmm. And I remember filling out this thing and it's like basically asking like, what do you want? What are your goals? Mm -hmm. And then at the end, it's like, what is your feeling going to be when you get there? Mm -hmm. And I wrote down peace. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing said, that's actually your goal. Your goal is peace. It's like not necessarily to check off all these big things like, oh, I want to whatever, do this and do that. Because once I accomplish all this, I will have peace. Right. And, and I remember that is one of the things that stuck out to me in the program because I'm like, oh, wow. Like that was like an aha moment for me of like, okay, so basically I am doing all these things and hope that I will get peace. Mm-hmm. But peace is accessible to me now. Like I can have peace in my life now. And then, yeah, then you're more, then you're in a better place to even fulfill those other things. You come from not the place of desperation. You come from a place of my cup is full and like, I do have peace. I do have guidance. I do whatever. And now I can, I don't know. You're just, you can apply yourself so much better to things when you're not like, like, oh, if I can just do this one thing, then I'll be happy. Right. Well, imagine too, and kind of piggybacking what, off what you're saying, let's say your goal was to be like a New York Times bestseller. Like you talk about all the time, you want to write a book and you want to whatever. Um, so let's say you're like, this is my goal. And then you're set on this is my goal is to be a New York Times bestseller, not knowing that your actual goal is to feel peace. Mm-hmm. Or is to feel like success, success or, or yeah, to feel like significant or, or to feel, um, yeah, the, the actual feeling. Mm-hmm. So then you go and you write this book and you do a great job and you, and you, um, become a New York times bestseller and you feel that significance or, or, or that peace for a moment, a year or whatever, but you don't know that that's what you're actually looking for. So then the next thing the next thing is that feeling is going to fleet away because you don't know that that's what you're actually going for. And then you're like, oh, shoot, I, I'm a New York Times bestseller. Why am I not happy? Well, it's like, well, because it wasn't really about being a New York Times bestseller. It's about that feeling that well, you right. got. And you hear those stories all the time, though, of people all the time. who do this, but then they're like, <clears throat> I need more. I need more. I need mm-hmm. more. I need this. And they're chasing a feeling. You know, and I've heard a lot of people say that. They're like, I had this big dream and then I got there and I was like, well, now what? Right. You know, now, now what? Because that didn't bring the peace that they thought. That didn't, it's like, okay, I accomplished this, but now what do I do with my life? Mm. You know, and I think that that's the bigger, that goes back to even what we were talking about, like with purpose. 
Yeah. You know, it's not it's not necessarily what you do, it's how you live your life. Right. And that that's what through this like with this injury I'm I'm just I'm feeling grateful that it hit me 2 days after and not 2 years after where I realized, hey, what I'm really fearful of is or what what I'm what I'm really not liking right now is that I'm fearful. And I don't have to feel fearful in a time of uncertainty, in a time where we don't know how we're going to pay our bills, you mm-hmm. know? And uh, I just thought it was relatable, especially in times like these where it's 20% unemployment. Like, I'm sure people who are listening are in similar boats that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, yes, it's tough times, um, but you don't have to feel fear. And that's kind of what I've learned today. Yeah. Like, you can feel peace even when you don't know. Mm -hmm. Just by knowing that you are guided by God. And, like, my mom used to always tell me, God will never put anything in your life that you cannot handle. Yeah, God says that. Right. My mom's God. In the Bible. (laughs) Your mom's (laughs) quoting the Bible. (laughs) Uh, So, it's just been an emotional week. And... um, you're in your and then like you're in your third trimester, babe, and it's Woo-woo. it's yeah, it's it's incredible, and I'm just like feeling so much pressure to get the house done and get the rooms done and make sure we have all of our ducks in line, make sure we have a, a pediatrician lined up, and it's it's a lot of stuff. There's a tick. Yeah, another tick. Yep. Baby, you got to get that <sighs> tick guard stuff. Just get the tick guard stuff. I will. What are you waiting for? Order order it online. I can just go to the the store and get it. It's been uh, what? No, I get that. I just learned about it last week that that's the stuff I need to get. So I know I don't go out every. That's why I said order it online. Just get it from Amazon. That'll take days. I can just go get it today. (laughs) You're not understanding. If you'd ordered it when you found out, it would have been here by now. Yeah, but I was like, oh, I'll just stop by the pet store. I'll just whatever. But and you you don't have time, so. Just order online. Have time today. Okay. So that's Hutch gets more ticks than anybody I know, and he's not even a person. <laughs> Dude, I'm about ready to lose my mind. Don't, babe. What did we just talk about? With these ticks. You don't have to feel stress. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna lose it. Okay. Oh my gosh, this poor dog. <clears throat> No wonder he's a crazy man. Wild, wild times. Yeah, for sure. Yep. I feel like, well, I, so for me, I feel like, you know, I've been super emotional with everything going on in the world and and stuff, but entering into my third trimester, I feel like I've had a pregnancy shift. Hmm. Like I now feel more connected to the baby i feel more confident in my body Mm -hmm. i feel like more excited about everything you know and i feel like i'm like oh i'm a cute pregnant girl well you got some cute clothes too that you got for like 10 bucks or something yeah you look so stuff on poshmark yeah i just feel like I don't know. I'm excited for the next three months, you know? Yeah. 
And then I'm really excited to meet our baby. Yeah. In 70 some days. I'm just excited for the house to be done. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be done soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I feel like I've had like a mental shift. And I've definitely gone through like, what a crazy time to bring a baby in the world, you know? Yeah. Going through being pregnant through a pandemic and then now... I was actually talking to my mom. Um, blah, 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 blah. I get tongue-tied so quick. You usually don't. No, I I speak too fast. Well, they say with boys, they speak faster than we think. And that's why boys actually stutter more than girls. Hmm. Where are you getting this information? Science. Okay. <laughs> Science.com, I'd babe. i to see it. Yeah. So what I was saying was... I was talking to my mom about, oh, where I was like, because obviously everything that's going on is just like so sad mm-hmm. and it's so heavy and it's like, what are we doing? Like, how did we get here? What are we doing? How is this not like fixed yet? Mm-hmm. Like, why is, not even fixed, but like, why is this even an issue? Mm-hmm. You know? And then... <clears throat> Hmm? I said, but it is, and it is, and I'm like, I'm like, it's it's kind of scary bringing uh, an, another person in, into this world the way it is, because it's like, what does the future look like, you know? And it doesn't look good, and it and it's I feel like our future is in the United States, easy, uh, especially is. It was like, oh, the future's always better. It's always better. Oh, we made it to the moon. Oh, we did this. Oh, we're and then lately, it's the last couple decades. Let's say it just has been slowly There's declining. Been no real progress, right? As far as <clears throat> like, anything, we're we've... not like the inventors. We're not like in the top of anything anymore. Right, and we're, we're like, we're not a family. Paving the we're, way, right? And we're like our sense of community <laughs> is disappearing, and our sense of camaraderie is disappearing, and it's like we're we're just not creating a future of brotherhood for our children or a community of safe, healthy environments for our children. And it's like, I was, you know, just talking to my mom and I was voicing my concerns and she said, well, she said, God blessed you guys with a baby and that baby has a purpose. And it's not that you should be afraid of your baby coming into this world, but you should be hopeful of what they're going to bring to this world. That's nice. Yeah. And I, th- and I was like, that is a good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Because even though we're messing it up, doesn't mean that the future generation isn't going to make it better. Mm-hmm. You know? And that all of us have a purpose and each baby coming into the world is was given to us for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And we just have to know and believe that God has, you know, a purpose in mind and is going to use everybody for good. Yeah. And that we just got to keep our eyes focused on God's will and not our will. And uh, hopefully everything will work itself out that way. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think like, yeah, you have to focus on God 
I also feel like people use that as like a cop out though too. Like of like, oh, well, God's will, whatever, but they don't take like any actionable steps to well, help make the world a better there's place. There's always people who use God as like a cop out. Who's mm-hmm. always like, well, I'm sending my thoughts and prayers. And then they don't think or pray. Or the, <laughs> right. or their thoughts and prayers are Like, oh, I hope biased. that gets better for you. Or, not even that, but just like biased. Where it's like, you're not really connecting with God. You're like using the what you think God is. And what you think God thinks is right in this moment. You know, like, there's always going to be people like that who use it as a cop-out. Where it's like... Yeah, like you said, you know, my thoughts and prayers definitely pray. I think we all need to pray, and but prayer is yeah. But a lot of people they don't take any action. They're like, oh well, whatever God's will is is going to happen, so I'm right. going to do nothing. But it happens through people, <clears throat> too. right? He uses people, right? And if you're not allowing God to use you, then what are your thoughts and prayers? Yeah, because really, in my in my view, and it's a very novice view, is when you're praying, you're <clears throat> You're opening yourself up to the Holy Spirit, right? And connecting with God. So if you're really, and they say like, oh, let the Holy Spirit move through you. Well, that moves you too. and moves you physically into action and to do what's right and to, you know, do whatever the Holy Spirit calls you to do, but to actually do like that book love does. Mm-hmm. Love isn't just words. Love does. Yeah. By Bob Goff. Mm-hmm. Great book. Not a sponsor. Um, but yeah, it's true. Love does. It's actionable. It's there. You know, love is there for you. Love supports you. Love doesn't condemn or tell you you're wrong and point you down. Yeah, but none of that. Love listens and consoles and mm-hmm. it does. no yeah it does for sure yeah i agree babe i agree i feel like i can't have any clothes over my belly right now yeah you're boston babe i know but i could still see your rib cage like you look good you look athletic thanks and you're not really gaining any anything in your face or that's what you say but when i look at photos my face is definitely fuller Maybe maybe a little fuller, but you're not like noticeably. Yeah. Oof. Hmm. That protein shake's going right through me. Oh yeah, I got gas. <laughs> <laughs> How far into it are we? <laughs> Thirty minutes. All right, guys, we're gonna have to cut this one short. <laughs> <laughs> Just my spandex shorts are like pushing on everything and. <laughs> I just I made a protein thinking, shake for us, I, and I'm like... I literally just kind of let one go as you said oof, and I was like, she smelled the best, man. <laughs> oh, boy. No. this is We can't release this podcast, man. Yes, we can. <laughs> People are used to us just talking about that stuff anyways. I know. I feel bad, though. Babe, it's a part of life. It is. You're I'm right, also really distracted by the tick I found on Hutch, and I need to get it off right now. Okay. Let's cut this one short so we can go... Take care of some things. Take care of some things. <laughs> uh, we love you guys. Please write in any questions, uh, advice. Comments are concerned. And we could use your prayers. Yeah. For Vito's surgery and yeah. just everything going on. Yeah. Pray that it heals itself and that I don't have to go through surgery. I get back to work. and Or that this opens up doors to something else. Maybe yeah. I'm supposed to be injured. Maybe. So... 
We love you guys. Yeah, we love you guys. Please be safe. Please don't judge us. Thank you. <laughs> be safe, stay healthy, and we will talk to you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.